The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. And good morning, Southwest Florida. Annex Wealth Management Show on the air at 92.5 Fox News. Sunday, March 28th. Almost done with March. Next half hour is going to be pretty fast-paced. Jill Martin will be here. The importance of the right executor. We'll have Ask Annex. Brian Fiore, our branch director, Annex Wealth Management in Naples. We'll talk to him. I'm Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, Annex Wealth Management. Good morning. Good morning, Danny. Hey, Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Good morning to you. You think about that we're almost done with March 2021, you know, March 2020 uh, was one year ago that we bottomed out. March 23rd, the market had lost about 33% of its value, and we really didn't know where we were going to go. We were told millions were going to die from COVID. We didn't know the depth of the civil unrest that was headed our way, and of course, political uncertainty. From that point, and with this backdrop, the markets have hit new highs Friday, closing up more than 400 points and beginning a second year. Now, the second year could be bullish and generally is, but it won't be as good as it was last year. So much goes into that information. And, you know, I don't know where you want to start, but I guess we can start with the report this week with Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, and Jerome Powell, the Fed Chairman, Derek. Yeah, they spoke before for the Congress in two separate occasions. And essentially, uh, the Fed is a cheerleader currently for inflation, unlike what we, they had been previously. They want the economy to run hot. And that certainly suits the wishes of Janet Yellen, who is looking for higher wages in some way to uh, close wage inequality amongst American citizens. Yeah, and you, they talk about it. And she is a labor economist. So, you know, the dual mandate that the Fed has, either price control, inflation, or full employment is what she's focused on. And so, therefore, I think we're going to see the market run hot, and we can see that by the GDP forecast of over 6.5%. That's a big number. Yeah, that's a number we haven't seen since 1984, and as we've m- mentioned any number of times recently, it requires a different tor- type of portfolio setup that worked during a period of disinflation. So a lot of reallocation needs to be done. We're starting to see that. We're seeing FANG stocks a little bit weak. Those that carried the markets last year uh, towards reopening plays and more cyclical value-oriented stories uh, where the valuations are more favorable and earnings are poised to explode higher. And that's right. So in front of us, we not only do we have stimulus, we all know about the $1.9 trillion that began to be distributed uh, over this past week, the virus and the reopening around the country. Unemployment numbers continue to get better. We saw an unemployment report earlier this week. The unemployment jobless claims slowed dramatically from prior months. Uh, We haven't seen the new unemployment numbers. Last time, I think we're at 6.1%. But the Fed has said they're not going to do anything with interest rates until we get back to towards full employment, which if you want to use the 2019 number, that would be around 3.5%. So there's a long way to go between 6.1% and 3.5%. Which means that interest rates uh, should stay low. And you, one of the reasons why we think that is going to continue to happen, at least you know, we saw Jerome Powell with a straight face say that interest rates are not going to move until 2023. But you know, sometimes the bond market is more of an arbiter than the Federal Reserve. They absolutely are. They can be the party pooper. They call them the, but they don't call them the bond 
bond vigilantes for nothing. Essentially, the bond market is looking to see what inflation is going to do and what inflationary expectations are. Now, good inflation is something that accompanies an economic rebound, but dangerous inflation is when that becomes incorporated into investors' psyche and employers' psyche, where basically people are demanding wage increases year after year, and that can get baked in and cause problems in the bond market, particularly for those holding long-duration bond assets. And by the way, you talk about wage inflation. One of the things that we're going to see in the next the next conversation coming out of the White House is this infrastructure bill, and included in that likely is this $15 minimum wage. And remember, these small business owners are telling us that it's really not $15. It's more like $23 because of the cost to carry that as well. So there's so much that's going into that. Wage inflation is going to be part of it. And as Derek said, how you allocate your capital going forward is going to be very important. Dave Swano, our president and CEO at Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only fiduciary. When we talk about one team, one plan, one fee, we want you to know the difference. There's a significant difference between financial advisors. We talk about one team. That's investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. One plan, it's for you. Built for you. One fee, that's fee transparency, fee-only fiduciary. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're going to be back. 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team, tech, trust, and a fee-only fiduciary model that works in your best interest. Can your advisors say that? This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Should your brother-in-law, Bob, be your executor? Jill Martin, estate planning attorney at Annex, heads our estate planning team. She joins us to talk about this. Hey, Jill. Hey, Danny. How are you? Not bad. So estate planning, as you know, that's what you do. It it's can my be, favorite topic. It can be complex. It's got to be done correctly. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think anyone puts together an estate plan with the hope that it breaks up the family. That's usually an unintended consequence, either of bad planning or bad communication, what we always want to do is try and avoid that with good planning. If you listen to our shows regularly, you'll hear the word fiduciary. A fiduciary is somebody who operates in the best interest of a client, or in the case of an estate, best interest of the estate and that person's wishes. One of the things that, as I meet with clients, we tend to all focus on, what do I want to have happen with my assets after I pass away? It's very rare that we focus on who is the appropriate person to manage all my stuff. It's often an underthought of part of the estate plan, and it can honestly be the most critical because if you end up with a person in there who doesn't follow your wishes and does what they want to do, guess what? The whole family's going to be upset. There are horror stories out there where some unscrupulous person gets themselves weaved into the family that suddenly takes over control and starts spending money, and nobody has nobody knows about it and all of a sudden then the money's gone right right that's right. A, that's a horror story which we don't see as often so i don't want to panic people but it does happen it happens let's go through the roles that we encounter in estate planning we'll just do a brief explanation the first is that poa power of attorney that's pretty simple it's simple but there's two different ones right so there's a financial power of attorney so that's someone who's going to step in and manage your finances when you're no longer able to physically or mentally or you no longer want to. If you just get to a point where you have an age, you're at an age and you're like, I don't want to deal with paying my bills anymore. I want my son to do it. That's a power of attorney. It's important when you're picking those two people, if you have a family member who's an accountant or somebody that's really good with money, that's the person that you may be kind of leaning towards to deal with your finances. If you've got someone in the healthcare field, maybe that's a better person to deal with the medical side. 
So often I hear the waterfall effect, right? Well, we name the oldest, then the middle child, right. and then the youngest. And that's not really thinking about what are their skill sets and are they going to be capable? I did not know power of attorney, my financial power of attorney, ended when my dad passed. That does get a lot of people. And so what happens is you are delegated authority to act on behalf of the person who granted you that power of attorney, basically, right? So typical agency relationship when that person dies, so does the power they granted. They can't transact after they've died, which means you as a power of attorney can't either. So what I was not was the next step, which is the personal representative or the executor, correct? Correct. And so depending on the state that you're in, it may be called an executor or a personal representative. And what that person is, is that's the person named in someone's will that is going to be tasked with settling their final affairs. And if there is no will, it's still going to be that same role, but it's going to be through a probate proceeding where the court appoints someone who's an interested party to be that person. But then you got to go to the court. you got to go through all that, right? You have to go through that regardless. So if you have a will or not, a will is going to get you into probate. That's one of the big misconceptions we see in estate planning. A will does not avoid probate. And then we have trustee. Right. So a lot of times a trustee is going to be someone who maybe acts parallel or has a similar function and responsibility as that executor to settle your final affairs. So they're going to be the ones that are tasked with figuring out what all your assets are, figuring out what to do with them, paying your final debts and expenses, and then distributing the assets according to the wishes in your estate plan. And that's the biggest piece, right? It's a, it's a big job. It is. It's a big job, but you want someone that's basically going to follow your estate plan and do exactly what you want to have happen and not go rogue and do whatever they want to do with it. And we're kind of bearing the lead, but maybe we don't want brother-in-law Bob in there, right? Right. And, and so that's why picking that person is so critical. And what people don't know a lot of times is, is it doesn't have to be a family member, right? Sometimes we default to family because that's easy, but other times there are independent trustees, attorneys, CPAs, corporate organizations, banks, financial institutions that will serve in that role. And that's one of the things, if you're trying to save the family harmony, you may want that independent person who is not going to be biased or subject to kind of pulling on the heartstrings by the woe was me family member. So you got the roles. Let's talk about the process. Does the good estate planning process need everybody in the room so there's a clear understanding? I mean, do you need spouses, children? Um, do you need everybody in? The first step is that they need to be pretty confident with where they're at in their estate plan. So the initial planning stages, that's just the client. So that's just husband and wife, mom doing whatever. That's up to them because it's their wishes that they want to have imp impacted. So that's the first kind of step with the attorney. Once the documents are done and in place, then it's important to communicate it to the family members and say, this is what I did and why and why I named so-and-so instead of so-and-so to make sure that everyone understands what's going to happen and there's no hurt feelings or unexpected things that are going to arise. So it's not that movie scene where they're reading the will and people are surprised or not surprised? No, it, no. it's not. That can happen, but if there's good family communication, we can avoid that. But get out in front of it no matter what. Absolutely get out in front of it. The worst meeting I was ever in when I was serving in that executor role was where the family didn't see any of this coming. And all of a sudden, mom had a lot of wealth decided she was going to leave 90% of it to charity, much to the chagrin of all three kids sitting at the table. 
they looked at that and said, wait a minute, mom was worth $10 million and you're telling me I'm going to get 500000 What happened? Mom didn't communicate. That's the end of it. So it was a surprise to those children. Get out in front of it. Jill Martin, estate planning attorney, Annex Wealth Management. That's what she does. That's what we do for you. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Quick break. We'll be back. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary, and we put that in writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back. Time for Ask Annex. Got a question? The website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Ask button. First one up, what's the bear case for equities? And that's from Joe. Oh, I think there are a number. Um, One, you could talk about excessive speculation in the markets. You know, we've seen lots of IPO activity recently. The rise of special purpose acquisition corps, which is another way for a company to theoretically go public. I think they've raised more money in SPACs this year than they did entire year last year. So there's definitely some signs of excess there. And the other one, which is obvious, is, you know, as the economy gets stronger and earnings continue to surprise on the upside, we're going to see upward pressure on prices and upward pressure on interest rates. And when you value companies, interest rates are a key component, as I mentioned before. So there is some valuation risk, which is why, you know, you've got to continually dynamically evaluate your portfolio and look for relative attractiveness between sectors and asset classes. Ask Annex, what is your stance on SPACs? That's Michael. Facts are kind of interesting. Essentially, what what happens is there's a sponsor. They issue shares at $10. Essentially, you can invest at that price, and then the stock just begins to trade, even though there's really no business represented. So there's a lot of speculation about who the likely targets are, what the valuations might be. The problem with them, though, is once the deal is announced, the original sponsor and any number of the people that were in there early have an incentive to potentially take money out of the deal because essentially that $10 is guaranteed. So oftentimes they'll sell the SPAC, but hold on to the warrants, which are part of the deal at the beginning. So that's something you really have to do some uh, homework on. The key issue is you want them to be large so they have adequate liquidity and you want the sponsor to have a good reputation as a, a manager of businesses. Here's one via text. Will Democrats' influence put pressure on any particular sector? Absolutely. Like, for example, the energy sector, we've already talked about canceling the the Keystone pipeline. So I would imagine the energy sector to come under scrutiny. Of course, Elizabeth Warren and any number of other senators have, have issues with the financial services businesses. So you could see more regulation there. And finally, in healthcare, they've constantly been talking about trying to control drug prices because, let's face it, drug prices are a major problem and a big source of our, our deficits. Uh, and that could have some negative implications for, you know, drug manufacturing manufacturers and the like. So we always have to pay attention. It is a 50-50 Senate, but they they seem to be getting things through, and some of them are not particularly friendly to growth. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News with Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management Naples. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Danny. Being your own boss has its perks, but you got to still plan for retirement. 
just like everybody else. And there's some tools you can use. We're going to talk about some of those things like traditional IRAs, SEP IRAs, individual 401ks and defined benefit plans. Brian, most are aware of traditional and Roth IRAs. Let's talk about those first. As we go through life, you earn income, you save and invest for yourself later. There's many ways to do that. The uh, IRS, the government has given you some tax beneficial ways to do that. The simplest way to do that would be traditional and Roth IRAs. You basically don't have any hoops to jump through. You just set up accounts at a brokerage firm. So at Annex, we custody our client assets at TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, Fidelity. They all handle traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, any of these things we're going to talk about. And based on how much you earn each year, you can put away money either tax deductible into a regular IRA or not tax deductible, but grow tax free and later on in life when you take it out and not be taxed in a Roth IRA. So, you know, each year are wonderful taxes. So you do your taxes, tax return, you know, in March or April, this time of year. And so you may not know what your income is going to be in 2020 until towards the end of 2020. So you really can't sometimes plan which is better until you get towards the end or you are talking with your accountant or our tax planning team, for example. And so putting money in a high earners time frame, putting in tax deductible contributions into an IRA may be beneficial. Putting money into a Roth IRA, if that isn't the case, may be beneficial. And there's also income limits. So how much do you make? Are you participating in any other type of plans? These things all come into play and we can definitely help folks work work through that. Small business owners can still put together impressive retirement savings plan, but it takes a little work. Next up is the SEP IRA, the Simplified Employee Pension Plan. How do they work? Right. So someone who, who's self-employed um, doesn't have the benefit of a corporate 401k, for example, this kind of puts, this is in replace of that or beneficial to business owners with few or no employees. You can contribute more to these, significantly more, maybe up to 25% of employee pay. Usually it's about up to 20% of the business owner's net earnings based on some complicated tax formulas and things like that. But usually you can do 20% of your own if you're the business owner and up to 25% of employee pay. And again, the, the there's no a lot of, not a lot of hurdles to jump to to set these up. So it's kind of like setting up an IRA or Roth IRA. Simple, can be done at a brokerage firm. And the restrictions to get into using them are pretty limited. There are some things you need to think about. Like if you have an employee, you can't treat yourself better than the employee, things like that. They call it uh, no discrimination. So if you're going to pay yourself contribution to your SEP IRA, you also have to do your employee at the same or similar rate. A good way to get more maximum contributions to you know saving and investing for your future. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News, talking with Brian Fiore, Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management Naples, about retirement planning for small business owners, for self-employed business owners with no employees other than a spouse. There's that individual or solo 401k. Right. And this is a little bit more complex as far as getting it set up. This also allows the employee to make elective deferrals into a plan, not just the employer putting money into it. So the SEP IRA, you're putting employer contributions only into it. It is an IRA where if the plan says when you set up the paperwork that as an individual, you can contribute to an IRA. It's just a matter if it's tax deductible or not based on how much you make. So a SEP IRA allows the individual contribution and the employer contribution. Um, If you don't make too much money on the individual side, you can still do the individual contribution. The solo 401k or individual 401k, similar idea, except you can put more money in as an individual employee and also the employer can put more money in as well. So that's something that you just need to have a little bit more of a process and setting up and documentation. But it is uh, something for individuals um, who have full-time jobs with employer retirement plan and that maybe have their own business on the side 
or they have a small amount of employees and they want to give them a benefit uh, and give them incentive to save as well with the, with their own elective deferrals. And the last one we'll talk about is the defined benefit plan. Traditional term would be pension, defined benefit plan. You can even get more money socked away for saving and investing for your future retirement. However, this is more complicated, more complex. You actually definitely have to get CPAs involved and actuaries involved, and there's commitments to do things every year. It's not discretionary. Um, it's typically definitely the costliest of the types of plans. You definitely need to have solid cash flow, no worries about being able to fund it year over year over year in the future. Because if you don't, there are penalties. There are taxes if you don't meet minimum needs and you always have to, the actuary and CPAs always have to see if it's funded and make calculations of making sure it's funded. You can definitely put a max contribution, maybe 100000 to 200 and something thousand. So it's worth looking into if you have a solid cash flow business and would like to try to see how much you can contribute. In fact, I worked with a couple here who um, it was just a husband and wife that were in the software business and they were the business. They did the software testing and applications for a big company. They were their only business. They were the only self-employed people. They made a significant amount of money and they were trying to look uh, ways to put it away as much as possible so they would pay themselves what they needed and then put away as much as possible into one of these divine defined benefit plans, which worked out very well for them. So you run your business and Annex Wealth Management provides investment and retirement planning, tax planning and estate planning. It's an elite full service wealth management experience. We're a fee-only fiduciary. The website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management, Naples. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Danny. Good to talk to you. Quick break. We're going to be back. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're back. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. We say it. Know the difference. It's one team, one plan, one fee. Again, AnnexWealth.com. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, is here. So is Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Thanks, Danny. You were talking about all the positive news You know, with the stimulus and the reopening, unemployment uh, going down interest rates staying down, but what could be a bottleneck going forward? And the first thing that comes to my mind is the Suez Canal. The ship in the Suez is as long as the Eiffel Tower is tall, and this ship has stuck. And now they were originally said 48 hours to 72 hours to get it out. Now they're talking about maybe up to two weeks. And behind that, Danny, is 150 freighters. 150 ships behind that that are stuck. So you talk about problems with distribution. It could only get worse. And the other thing I think about when I think about bottles next is this next plan that is coming out of the government. And they're talking about paying for this potential next infrastructure bill by raising taxes. And the tax bill could be in the neighborhood of $2.5 trillion. And this should get your attention. They're talking about raising income tax levels back to 39.6%. They're talking about capital gains tax going up to income tax levels. They're talking about estate taxes going up, corporate taxation going up, 
international income tax going up. And so corporations are going to have to take this all in. Individuals are going to have to take this all in. And the reason why I bring it up as part of the conversation with you, Derek, is if this does happen to corporations, they may have to restate some of their earnings. Well, that that would certainly be a given. I, we did a rough calculation of this. If the tax rate went from 21 to 28 percent, we came up with about a 10 percent reduction in S&P 500 earnings across the board. Um, the other thing I'd point out, too, on, on this thing is that, you know, right now we're looking at the bright side, you know, the, the reopening is essentially a stimulus on its own, accompanied by fiscal stimulus and continued monetary accommodation. So that leads to a really strong economy in the next couple of quarters. But down the road, we might be looking at a headwind from corporate taxes as employers perhaps retrench a little bit, alter some investment plans and the like. Uh, So again, it requires a tactical approach to our portfolios. And not only portfolios, Danny, and this is really important. If you're hearing this right now, this is the time to make sure your estate tax plan is up to date because there are things that you can do. There are tactical moves, as Derek pointed out, that you can do. There's things that you can do when it comes to capital gains and income shifting and the rest. Now is the time our tax team and our portfolio team and our state planning lawyers can have this conversation with you. And we are stacked with really, really smart, really, really talented people, and they're as close as your computer. Head to AnnexWealth.com. You click that Get Started button. You get going on that free portfolio analysis. Many times we'll talk about different things that are going on in the market or retirement planning or investment planning. If ever there are those things that cross your mind, it's like, you know what? I think I need an answer. I'm not feeling right about my person, whoever I'm dealing with. I never hear from them. It's just not feeling right. Reach out to Annex Wealth Management and see what we can do for you. A Barron's Top Advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. Most importantly, fee-only fiduciary partner. It counts. Head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. See you next week. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.